0: wrestling fans we have a shitload of things ahead of us this week this coming up weekend we got a lot of action a lot of wrestling a lot of things that we need to talk about a lot of things that happened this past week too that uh i just kind of want to elaborate on this is kind of out of the norm usually i'm doing uh monday night raw uh review which i will be doing later on tonight but Right now, I want to give you guys the very first Within the Ropes Monday Night Raw preview. And basically what consists, what's what I'm sprinkling in the pot, what's the ingredients of this installment or this edition of Within the Ropes is I'm just going to go over some things, some little things and current things that uh, have, have been happening in the wrestling world, um, talk about it, give my opinion on it, and without further ado, uh, let me give a shout out to my sponsor. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But let's let's not uh let's not waste no time. Like I said, it's a lot of things um within the wrestling community that has been going on and that we have to look forward to going forward. Um we got a shit ton, but let's Let's start from the top. I want to start from the top, and what I want to start with is a little, little, little sad. Um, we all dealt with it. We all know about it. We all got the news on Friday about Bailey. Um, Bailey getting injured. Um, she was at the performance center training, and I guess doing some train wrestling. Or, did I say train wrestling? Doing some chain wrestling rather, and um. I guess this was uh, a, a supposedly a part of what Vince McMahon was wanting all of the talent to do to get ready to get back on the road. And um, yeah, so she, so she was training and um, her knee popped. Uh, some say that it was some like a freak accident. Um, turns out that she tore her ACL and she's going to be out of action for the next nine months. Now, That's pretty fucking sad considering bailey has been one of the MVPs, if not the MVP of the pandemic uh, Thunderdome era. She's done a lot of cool shit. Um, I think when she turned heel and attacked Sasha inside the Thunderdome and just fucking destroyed her uh, with the chair, threw her into the, the, the ring post, threw her into the steel steps, you know kicked her ass put the chair around her neck um i thought that all of it was was golden all of it was money but even you know before the um thunderdome when they were in the performance center and you know she was partners with with uh sasha and um you know she was she was you know fucking just holding it down with sasha man just li- li- literally she was she was a, a she was like a part of the she was a team player and she was a teammate but she was also the biggest cheerleader as well you know i think she grew a lot um in the inside the the performance center and inside the thunder thunderdome i think she grew a lot i think she learned a lot i think we were able to see a completely different side of bailey without any interruptions or distractions um and honestly i think she was on her way to being able to obviously display that in front of a live audience coming up um on Friday, this coming Friday with the is the which is the first WWE show that we are gonna have in front of a live audience and what? I don't even I I, I, I fucking lost count. I don't even know how long it's been. Um and then this Sunday uh at Money in the Bank, she was scheduled to go uh one on one with Bianca for the SmackDown Women's title in a I Quit match, which I was looking forward to, man. It's it's always nice when they bring back or when they, um, you know, have a match, especially with a storyline and, and, you know, two wrestlers who you admire and you're just like, oh, man, they're getting ready to do an I Quit match. This is, this is dope. Like, you know that that match was going to be crazy. You know that it's a – I know that it's a match that – um probably Bianca needs more than Bailey because obviously Bianca's the champ she's got to show improve. I think Bailey's done a lot of showing and improving herself especially over the last 2 years with the hell in the cell matches that she's been in. Um the one with uh Sasha and then one recently with uh Bianca. But um yeah, it, I I just think that it's 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 just really sad. She mentioned on Talking Smack that uh, her uh, Texas. Her dad's in in Dallas, so it would have been nice to win the championship back in front of her dad and give him a big old hug. And you know, it's just it's just sad. It's 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 unfortunate. Um, she's gonna be out nine months, so that means she's what she's gonna be gone past WrestleMania in Dallas. That sucks. You know what I mean? Like it couldn't come at a more worse time than. Right when fans are coming back, right when everybody's going on tour, but hey, um, I know one thing she'll be she'll be ready to go her return's gonna be crazy, um whether that's as a baby face, it's gotta be as a baby face I mean nah I mean it doesn't necessarily have to it doesn't necessarily have to, but it's gonna be crazy, I mean, a lot of the talk online last week was you know uh g- giving. Bailey the triple H treatment when he when he came back from injury. Triple H Madison Square Garden treatment. You know, that, that would that would be nice. Um but yeah, we'll see, man. Um uh, shouts out to Bailey, speedy recovery for Bailey. Um hope hope everything uh pans out well for her and she's able to get back as quick as possible. Um at least nine months, let's hope. Better at the at the most, it's nine months. It's I hope it's any more than that. Um, but let's get into some more news. I want to talk about the latest SummerSlam news and rumors that's been floating around here. Um, one of the rumors and news floating around is reportedly there is no longer a Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley match to say t- set to take place at SummerSlam, and. I'm very sad about that. I hope that somehow they can figure it out. I don't know if it's, you know, a creative thing or if it's um, just the timing, you know. Um, I mean, creatively, you honestly could just have, I don't know, Drew take the title. You can have uh, Kofi, you know, take the title Sunday. I mean I I don't know you there's so many ways you can make this happen um but I get it it's got to be right it's got to make sense um I know Bobby Lashley has been wanting this match for the longest um so hopefully he gets it man hopefully he he gets it and um hopefully we get to see this before it's too late I don't want to wait until these guys are fucking you know old and banged up and they can't give us a great match um Another another rumor uh, floating around uh le- uh late last week was uh, in regards to John Cena and his status for SummerSlam in Las Vegas. Uh reportedly he was scheduled to um shoot a movie. Like I I guess those are those are those plans are like set in stone. He's supposed to be shooting a movie in uh in August. But uh I mean, I mean, according to reports, it says that John Cena is still um, – he's uh, still scheduled to show up, um, and he's still, you know, written in for SummerSlam. So that's big news. Um, hopefully, we do get Cena versus Reigns. I know that that's the plans. Um, hopefully, they start putting that together as soon as they can. Like I said, I mean, the longer you wait, um the more likely uh you know <laughs> the more fucking likely people are gonna be like, "Eh, who cares? you know um the better or the faster he gets into the fold and into the storyline, the better the ratings will be. I know, so we'll see another uh rumor out there was uh, or possibility if there was no Brock at SummerSlam is Big E versus Lashley. A lot of talk of Big E switching brands. I know that um, SummerSlam would come before the draft. So, yeah. But, hey, it's WWE, man. They can do anything. They can make anything happen. And I don't think people would mind too much, especially if Big E becomes the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder match, which I'll get into Later with the participants and everything. So um yeah. Um Big E Lashley, I wouldn't be mad at that. Um we'll see um what happens after money in the bank. Um let's see, let's go let's talk about some more news. Uh Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks um were nominated and actually won an Espy award. Uh, the, uh the, I believe the ESPYs was this past weekend or Saturday or something like that. I don't know. They won uh, an SB for the best uh, WWE moment when they went head-to-head for the SmackDown Women's Championship in the main event of WrestleMania. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's no doubt that they had the best moment in WWE um, by miles. They're miles ahead of everybody in that department. So, uh, congratulations and you know, props to those two beautiful women. Um, like I said, man, they they are, when it comes to representing and showing that anything is possible, I mean, like I said, you got the Kofis and the New Day, right? You've got the Bobby Lashleys. You've got, you know, uh, everybody really. But in terms of showing, you know, how it's done, and displaying that black excellence and displaying just the excellence in general, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks did that in great fashion at WrestleMania. It was a moment that I'll never forget. Um, I I would say um, in comparison to Kofi, it it felt a little different. Kofi was definitely emotional, but Sasha and Bianca was was one of them ones and. You know, especially the beginning of the match when they, when they almost they almost like, I mean, they they they, they both teared up and they almost lost it, but they were able to you know wrap it up, get it back together, and put on a great show, great performance. So shout out to Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks for winning an SB for best WWE moment. I thought that was fantastic. That was great. Can't wait to see Sasha back in the WWE ring because we haven't seen her uh, since WrestleMania. And I hope Bianca Belair continues to have success. She deserves it. She's great. She's fantastic. Hope she gets better on the mic. But other than that, (laughs) um, uh, again, uh, congratulations to both of them. Um, We're going to shift gears here real quick and get into some Ring of Honor news. Oh, my gosh. Tron mentioned Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's right. I'm mentioning Ring of Honor because uh, at Ring of Honor Best in the World uh, last night, Um, Chelsea Green showed up at Ring of Honor and um, Fightful reported on their Fightful Select, shout out to them, um, that there was an agreement put in place over a month ago um, and she had to get the okay from WWE to make the appearance before her 90 days was up. Um, And they also said uh, that Chelsea Green is scheduled to do commentary, but is not under contract with the company at the moment. So, uh, shout out to Chelsea Green. Um, It was pretty cool. I think we can write her off now as being uh, Deonna Purrazzo's opponent at Slammiversary, which I'll I'll get into Slammiversary in that card in in just a second. But, um, yeah, so we can scratch her off. Chelsea Green showed up at Ring of Honor. She's more than likely going to be a part of the company, I, I would think, even though... She is not under contract at the moment. Uh, FIFA Select also reported that Ring of Honor reached out to multiple recently released WWE wrestlers. And they have some surprises planned for the next few weeks. Don't know who. Don't know who I'd like to see. Don't know how I would like to see them in Ring of Honor. Honestly, can't remember. I mean, I think I remember watching... Last time I watched Ring of Honor, um what's that guy's name? Dalton Castle. Castle Dalton. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He was like the champer. He was one of the main guys, or I don't know, something like that. So um it was neat watching it last night. It was really cool. I thought it was a really good event. Um, shout out to the Briscoes. Um I like I enjoyed their match. EC three was there. Um although the the <laughs> the spitting in the face thing that was kind of weird. Yuck. Um Bandito is the brand new Ring of Honor world champ. Um by defeating uh Rush. So that was cool. Rush ripped off Bandito's mask. Thought that was insane. So yeah, it was a lot of cool things that went down last night. They um they went over the uh Maria Canellis had went over the brackets for, you know, the tournament that they're having for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. So, yeah, a lot of good things happening in the Ring of Honor. Um, so I'm excited for the future and, and and what they've got planned. Hopefully we see some some cool, familiar faces coming up from WWE. Like they said, they got some stuff planned for the next few weeks. So that'll be cool. Um, uh, real quick, I'm going to get into Money in the Bank preview and rundown of the card so far, but before I do that, I want to talk about Brian Pillman Jr., who was also reported uh, by Fightful that he's just about finished his MLW contract and he's going to become a full-time AEW wrestler, so that's cool. Shout out to Brian Pillman Jr. Um, Give him another shot at the fucking TNT title, damn it. (laughs) Give him another damn shot. Um, Or shit, give him... uh, Give Varsity Blues a, a a fucking shot at the tag team titles, man. Get like, Come on, man. I want to see that. Uh, it's, it's nostalgia to me seeing Brian Pillman out there, you know, moving. It just reminds me a lot of his dad, man. It's, it's really cool. It's really cool. Um, but let's get into the Money in the Bank preview and match card rundown as it is so far. Um, we've got the... Women's Money in the Bank ladder match with two more names still to be announced. I think we're possibly going to get that on Friday in front of a live audience. So that'll be cool. But so far, we got Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, Naomi, Asuka, Zelina, and Liv Morgan. So, yeah, it seems like we're definitely going to get the last two participants on SmackDown. I think the Raw side is obviously uh, filled up. Uh, we got the men's money in the bank ladder match. We got Drew McIntyre, Riddle, John Morrison, Ricochet, Kevin Owens, Big E, Shinsuke, or should I say Kingsuke Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Um, very unpredictable money in the bank ladder match. Um, I could obviously see if you want to you know, go the WWE way, obviously Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I would see them giving it to... Kevin Owens is a strong candidate. Big E is the fan favorite. And Seth Rollins is someone who I feel like they would give it to. I don't know, man. Maybe cash in, you know, at money in the bank. Let me give you this scenario. Have Seth Rollins cash in, win the match, and then cash in at money in the bank to then... Screw Edge over further. Because, you know, Edge, he didn't like the fact that he didn't get his one-on-one match at WrestleMania. So hear me out. Seth Rollins cashes, Seth Rollins wins the Money in the Bank contract. He cashes in the same night on Roman Reigns and Edge, makes it a triple threat match. Obviously, Edge loses his one-on-one opportunity. Um, he's upset, takes his focus off Roman Reigns, and then Roman Reigns capitalizes on it. He beats both Edge and Seth Rollins, retains the title. That's how you set up Seth Rollins versus Edge at SummerSlam. I think that's a strong way to do it. I mean, I know a lot of people, a lot of fans are anticipating that Seth Rollins is going to interfere in this match, but how creative would it be if... and how? How telling would that be? I feel like that'd be great storytelling, in my opinion. If you have Seth Rollins win the briefcase and um, cash it in to then make it a triple threat, kind of like, hey, I wanted to be in this match, you know. Instead, you you gave Edge the match. Now I have the opportunity to be a match. In I have the opportunity to be in the match. Now I'm going to be in the match. Makes sense to me. Um, But I can definitely see them going the other route and having Seth Rollins interfere in some capacity, um, getting involved, um, which would then also set up Seth Rollins versus Edge at SummerSlam. But who knows? Um, Like I said, Big E's the fan favorite. Drew McIntyre is probably the company favorite. Nakamura is the fantasy favorite. Seth Rollins is the sleeper, in my opinion. Ricochet's there for the flips along with John Morrison, and Riddle is there to make a name for himself in the Money in the Big Ladder match. The next match we got lined up is Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. The Queen City! The greatest in-ring women's wrestler in the world um, for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and give like an early prediction here. Charlotte's going to become 14-time women's champion. It's a no-brainer. We all know this. So the next match is uh, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. And then in the main event at Money in the Bank, we're going to have Roman Reigns versus Edge. That's going to be a good one. I think the card so far is good two Money in the Bank ladder matches, and it's normalcy. We no longer have to have any cinematic ladder matches, Um, so I'm excited for it. I'm excited for um, all of this shit, man, to be back in front of fans. I'm excited for fans to be there and cheer for who they want, boo who they want, and just have a good fucking time. So can't wait this Sunday, Money in the Bank. Um give it a little bit of a raw preview tonight um to add to the money in the bank excitement uh on Raw tonight. We're gonna have AJ Styles and Omos um in singles competition. Um I would I would think that they would oh no 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 no, no. they're not they're not doing it. I, I was gonna say that I would think that they would uh be gearing up to announce a tag title match at money in the bank, but they're not. In fact, AJ Styles is going up against Ivar tonight. Eric is going up against Omos. And the next week, um, in front of fans, uh, they're going to defend the tag team titles against the Viking Raiders. So that's cool. But tonight, Styles, Ivar, Omos, Eric, um, and then we also are going to get a false Count Anywhere match uh, with Ricochet and John Morrison yet again. I mean, hopefully this is the last time, but knowing WWE, they're going to do this, you know, fucking four more times probably. Even past Money in the Bank, they'll probably do this. But we'll see. Uh, Sheamus defends the United States Championship against Humberto. Um, Can we? I mean, I know Sheamus probably got the, probably legitimately injured, right? But can we? Can we get something going with the United with the United States title and the challengers and things like that? Can we finally do something with this? Because I feel like I feel like it makes no sense. It makes no sense. So, I'm pulling for Humberto though. Humberto. I'm pulling for him though. Um I want to see some somebody new win the title. I want it to be an upset. Um so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um. let's get into oh and then also scheduled for Raw tonight is Xavier Woods going up against Bobby Lashley so that should be a good one see if Woods could knock off Bobby before the pay-per-view um, fatal four-way match with the Raw side of the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, uh, Naomi and Asuka are going to battle in a fatal four-way match tonight so that's that's pretty exciting. I hope Naomi um, can get some momentum here, pick up the victory. But it looks like it's either going to be Nikki Ash or Alexa. Um, but we'll see. Let's hope that they do right by Naomi in some shape or form here. You know, at least give her some momentum. If you're not going to let her win the Money in the Bank, which I don't, I don't think they're going to have her win the Money in the Bank contract. But we'll see, especially because we don't even know. There's two more girls supposed to be announced. So we'll see. Um, um, let's see. So, okay. So, damn, what else this is a lot of shit going on this week, man? Like I said, um, NXT is obviously um, this week. I believe, I, I I can't remember. I didn't really... Think about this. I think Carrion Cross is going to be defending the um NXT championship against Johnny Gargano. But let me let me do my research real quick just to double check. I don't want to give y'all some bullshit. Let's double check. Let's let's see if this is going to be uh yeah. Yeah. So Johnny Gargano, Carrion Cross. For the NXT Championship with Samoa Joe as a special guest referee. So that's a big fucking banger. That's a banger match. Uh, we got another NXT breakout tournament match. Uh, Ike Benjiro against uh, Duke Hudson. So that should be a good one. Um, hopefully we'll get some some action. Hopefully we'll get some explanation as to, you know, um, uh, Shotzi and Knox being on SmackDown now. And, um, you know, everyone was anticipating... Tegan Knox to be getting to a feud again with Candice LeRae or whoever, but it looks like that's not going to happen as they've been called up uh, last Friday. So we'll see. Um, and then also maybe give some shine some light and um, tell us more about uh, the decision for Tony Storm to be called up, or you know if Tony Storm is going to have one or two more matches before she actually goes to SmackDown. That'll be nice to know as well um this coming wednesday though we got night 1 of fighter fest um and as of right now we got a few matches and segments um that are that that they have lined up uh, we're going to hear from hangman page in regards to all the stuff that's been going down with uh Kenny Omega uh, Brian Cage against Ricky Starks for the FTW Championship. I'm still wondering if this is a real championship. And if it is, I would like for them to get this redesign because um, it's ugly to me. Uh, John Moxley's defending the IWGP United States Championship against Carl Anderson. I would like to think that John Moxley is going to drop the title to Carl Anderson here because it seems like they're giving everybody in the elite championships. Carl Anderson and and, and Luke Gallows or Doc Gall- or whatever he goes by, they're most likely probably going to win the Impact Tag Team Championships back. Um, but who, who knows? We'll see. Um, a sleeper match, like a snooze fest. Matt Hardy is going up against Christian Cage on night one of Fighter Fest. Blech! Don't want to see that match. Um, the first ever coffin match, Darby Allin is set to take on Ethan Page. That should be a good one. Should be cool. Um, and Penelope Ford is going up against the returning Yuka Sakazaki. So that's cool, man. The night two of Fighter Fest is uh next week, uh Wednesday, July twenty first. So that's cool, man. AEW, like again, they're in full gear. They're they're getting their shit on, and so it's nice to see. Um uh this Saturday is uh Impact's Slammiversary pay-per-view. So I'm going to run down that card real quick. Um, Violent by Design is uh, set to defend the Impact World Tag Team Championship in a four-way against uh, Swan and Mack, TJP and Fala, and the good brothers, Gallos and Anderson, which Gallos and Anderson is obviously my pick to win back those Impact World titles. But we'll see. Should be a good one. Um, we got the Knockouts Tag Team Championship on the line. Fire and Flavor going up against Havoc and Rosemary. Um, that should be a good one as well. Um, not too fond on the Knockouts division, but I'm still going to watch. I'm still going to give them a chance. Uh, w. Morrissey is set to go one-on-one with Eddie Edwards. That should be a good one. I'm super happy for uh, Morrissey, uh, AKA big cast. I'm super happy for him, man. Um, you know, every, every time I look at him and where he's at, I think about what he's been through and, and what he's had to overcome. And I'm sure what he's still overcoming, what he's still getting through day by day. Um, but the fact that he's back on a, on a stage like this, uh, at a large scale and being an impact and Wrestling again, and, and it's a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm again, like I said, I'm happy for him. After watching his interview with Chris Van Fleet, you really, you really get to, you really get to know who the real um, William Morrissey is, and you know what he's gone through. And he says he's happy, he's 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 recovering, and 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 you know. It's it's It sucks to go through the shit that he's been through, man, but I'm glad to see him on this stage, and I'm rooting for him. He's my pick. Yeah, another early pick. There you go. Another early pick for Slammiversary. William Morrissey against Eddie Edwards. Um, the next match, Chris Saban versus Moose. Who cares? I don't give a fuck about that match. Uh, the ultimate X match for the X Division Championship, uh, Josh Alexander. Going up against Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, um, Raju, and Petey Williams. So that should be a good one. Is Slammiversary in front of fans? I'm not sure if Slammiversary is going to be in front of fans or not. Honestly. I don't know. Um, The Impact Knockouts Championship. The champ, Deona Purrazzo, Purrazzo. I said Purrazzo. Um, she said to take on a mystery opponent. Um, a lot of people thought it was going to be Chelsea Green, but I think those rumors have shattered. Um, so I don't know. It could be anybody. Mickey James. A lot of people think it's going to be Mickey James. Um, could it be Gail Kim herself? I don't know. Um, I think there was a rumor killer on it being a Ruby Riot. Or Ruby, Ruby Soho or however you pronounce that last name um, uh, apparently it's no longer going to be or it's, no, it's not her so she's no longer in the in the list of names that it could possibly be I'm trying to think who else could it be mm, who else got released let's see um Who else could it be? Who's the girls? I don't know, man. Um, I won't waste time trying to sit here and figure out who it's going to be. I'm sure we'll find out, though. We will find out July 17th this Saturday at Slammiversary. Um, And in the main event, what everybody's waiting for, what all those Impact AEW fans are waiting for, Kenny Omega set to defend the Impact World Championship against Sammy. Callahan, in which in my opinion, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give you another prediction. Matter of fact, this is a spoiler. Kenny Omega is going to win and retain the Impact World Heavyweight Championship. He ain't losing that shit. He ain't losing that title. No way. No freaking way. Is he going to lose that Impact World Championship? Not to Sammy Callahan. Sorry for ya. But um, that is the lineup and match card for Slam Anniversary. Should be a good one. I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna be live tweeting. I'm probably gonna give. Um, well, since I fucking kind of gave a predictions for it right now already, I'm might as well just just leave it at that. Um, kind of, sort of gave predictions. Um, but yeah, Slammiversary should be a good one. Um, and then SmackDown uh, this Friday, they've got a few matches announced the very first WWE event in Houston, Texas, in front of a live crowd since the pandemic, Bianca Belair is set to defend the SmackDown Women's Championship, not against Bailey, but instead against Carmella. Yeah, Carmella was pulled from the Money in the Bank ladder match, put into the championship match this Friday, and that is why Liv Morgan is now in the Women's Money in the Bank match. They recovered well from that. Um... I'm sure, um, and it's unfortunate, but I'm sure Bailey being injured probably made it even more easier for them to insert and tell that story. I don't know what the hell where they were going, uh, what direction they were going with that story, but they um, they finally got it and lives in the match, and Carmella's in the championship match. So yeah, that should be a good one. Um, another match that was announced is a good old Fatal Four Way between four of the SmackDown uh money in the bank uh side men's men's money in the bank smack down side competitors as big e takes on uh as and shinsuke and and um seth rollins so that's fresh that's a fresh match it's a fucking fresh fatal four way match that i am fucking looking forward to um this friday man in front of fans that's that's going to be a treat um houston texas Smackdown. That's going to be a treat. That's going to be fun. Um like I said, I can't wait to can't wait to see it tonight. Um the very last ThunderDome show. Um Monday Night Raw, it's taped. Um So yeah, man, I'm excited for fans to get in there and you know, we get some normalcy back with Pro wrestling amongst all the companies, man. I can't wait for everybody to get rocking in front of crowds again and, um, you know, let everybody do their due. Um, but I think that's it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else set for, uh, coming up. I think I covered pretty much everything. Um, I do think... I don't know if it's been announced for SmackDown yet. But I do think that it's possible that we get the six-man tag. Roman Reigns, Jimmy and Jay Uso against the Mysterios and the Rated R Superstar Edge. I don't know if that is set in stone. A lot of people say it is. I might have missed it. Um... But, yeah, if they do that, that's another fucking banger. looks like SmackDown's going to be star-studded and a, a must-watch show. So, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. Um, and I think that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. I got a fucking Raw review to do tonight, so I don't want to sit here and do too much. Um, just the news quick update and, you know, gave you some predictions, gave you a little bit of my opinion and i'm gonna look to do this a lot more going forward um i want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in i appreciate each and every one of you uh if you're listening on spotify or or or, uh, apple Podcasts, fucking leave a review rate the show let me know how you feeling it um hit me up on social media at within the ropes twitter and instagram let me know what you want me to what you what you want to hear what you want to See, I'm open, man. This is this is a one man band, but I'm, you know, I can play all instruments. So, if you want to, if you want a specific review from, you know, whatever promotion or whatever show, uh, let me know. Hit me up with a DM or or tweet me or whatever, and let me know what you'd like to see, what you'd like me to review. Um, and yeah, man, just just uh, everybody stay blessed, and we're gonna be back. For Monday Night Raw uh, review, I almost said post-show. That's yucky. I don't like the word post-show anymore. Um, The Raw review um, later on tonight. And I hope everyone has a good afternoon and evening, and I will be back. Um, Charlotte Flair is still the greatest women's wrestler ever in the entire world. The Queen City, okay? No doubt about that. Appreciate y'all. Again, follow Within the Ropes on Twitter and Instagram, um, at Within the Ropes. Don't forget, I love all y'all. Have a good one.